This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hello and welcome to Voice of Achievers, a weekly podcast that dives deep into situations that shape the learning curve of experienced individuals. My name is Yashika and I curate the stories of passionate individuals who dared odds to walk a tough road. Simple people like you and I. They tried, they failed, but they continued working hard and managed to stay afloat even during hard times. So what is that one thing that changed their lives completely? What motivates them? What did they learn from their failures? Let's get into their world and explore their journey. Shikari Shambhu, Supandi. Don't these bring back flashes from the good old school days? Today, we're taking you on a nostalgic trip with our guest as we talk about the evolution <laughs> of Amar Chitra Katha and Tinkle from comic magazines to their recent digitization. Ms. Reena Aipuri is the executive editor of Amar Chitra Katha, which has acquainted over four generations of Indians and culture through comic strips and illustrations in over 20 different languages. She has led the team in creating some memorable Amar Chitra Katha titles since 2008. She's also created a new range of picture story books for younger children called Amar Chitra Katha Junior. Ms. Puri began her career in 1991 as the associate editor of Tinkle magazine. She learned about comics and storytelling for children from the legendary Anant Pai, the founder of Amar Chitra Katha. She believes that storytelling is a powerful and friendly medium which can be used to share ideas, particularly with children. Welcome to the show, Ms. Puri. Thank you so much. Lovely to be here. Now, 26 years of association is a really long time. Tell us about your journey at Amar Chitra Katha or ACK Media, as you all call it. The journey has been one of color and laughter and light. And these 26 years have never seemed like I'm doing a job of some sort, that I'm coming to work at an office. It's always been fun. It's always been something new each day and always a learning path because from day one to now, I'm still learning. So it's been a great journey. With an active involvement in Tinkle and other published material since the founder Anant Pai to now, how has storytelling evolved from the initial times to now? Well, Amar Chitra Katha is 52 years old now and uh, some things have changed. The major thing that has changed is that we moved from manual to digital. So earlier, we used to type out our scripts. We used to uh, do the artwork by hand. The coloring was done with brushes and with 26 colors in the palette. But today, everything is computerized. Everything is digital. And the way we draw, the way we write, the way we do the layout, and the options we have for coloring, that's changed dramatically. So the whole storytelling process has changed a lot over there. And uh, whereas the story itself is concerned, the storytelling technique, that has more or less remained the same. We have not changed too much, except that we are more sensitized to the concerns of today. For example, gender awareness, 
the environment, you know, themes that would interest children today, themes that affect society today, which affect our surroundings today. We concentrate a little more on them than it was done earlier. But do you miss the olden days or do you think this digital way of storytelling is faster and more streamlined? See, the older days had its charm. It was like a small family. Uncle Pai led us all and it was like, you know, literally a very small unit doing wonderful work. And we had him to guide us. But today we are in a corporate setup. We have moved on. And um, yes, the way we operate is very different from what we were earlier. We were much smaller then. But I think on the whole, it's a path that I think any company would have to take. Considering that uh, the world is moving on, we're becoming more global and technology has advanced so much. Sure. And it's evolution, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It is evolution and we have to be part of it. We cannot sit back and say, I'm not going to move on. That would not be fair. In fact, I have a lot of our older readers, the earlier generations who say that, oh, we like the older artworks and we like the older coloring and we like the older stories. I try and make them understand that, no, see, your time is over now. We have to think about the children of today. We have to cater to them and to their interests. We walk the tightrope. We keep a balance about what we are putting out because we are telling the stories of India to the children of India. That doesn't change. But the method of storytelling, the art that we are giving, it has to be something that they would appreciate, that they would like, and they don't feel that, oh, we've gone into some fuddy-duddy dinosaur age. You just mentioned about creating the right balance. Now, most ACK published material is a unique blend of educational and entertaining content. How do you work to create that balance? See, when I was in Tinkle, Mr. Pai was very clear that Tinkle had to be a mix of science and general knowledge. So though we had lots of stories of mystery, adventure and things like that, we had the Anu Club, which used to have a science perspective. We used to have Tinkle Tells You Why, which used to answer questions on science. Then we had Hand in Hand with History, which used to have history in a fun way. So in Tinkle, we managed the balance like that between stories and with educational content. In Amar Chitrakatha now, I think what we do is biographies. They're called our visionary titles and our history titles. And that is where we blend entertainment with learning. Like if I do a biography of Abdul Kalam, it's great fun reading that comic. It's wonderful reading about his life. But at the end of it, you do take away something about what he did, about his space program. So you learn a lot while you're reading an Amar Chitrakatha. And for that, we put in a lot of research and a lot of effort because we want only authentic information to go out. So that's how we basically balance the two. So is there like an objective methodology that there are certain guidelines that need to be followed for keeping the educational and the research material intact and then the entertaining content comes in? Yes, definitely. Especially with Amar Chitra the first step is to do authentic research. So my scriptwriter will go out and collect the most authentic information available so that we don't deviate from the true story. Like if I'm doing the story of Tenzing Norgay, my scriptwriter went all the way to Darjeeling and she met Tenzing Norgay's daughter so that she got uh, information from the family. Or if we are doing, let's say, a Mother Teresa, my scriptwriter went to you know, the Missionaries of Charity in Calcutta and worked there as a volunteer for one week and talked to the nuns to get the stories out of them. So it's authentic research, which is done by talking to people and by reading books. The net is, of course, a huge source, but you know it is always nice to sort of confirm things through books and through people. So research is the first step for this uh, process. And after that comes the script writing, which again, we have to see which age group am I addressing. If it's a folk tale, I will do it for a younger child. If it's a biography, I'm doing it for an older child. So I have to talk in the language that they understand or explain the words that they will not understand. 
So all that goes into it. And after that, of course, the art, the color, the way we put the story across, that is the entertainment part of it and the authentic part of it. So how much time do you think this entire process for one single piece of content would take? A biography can take up to a year because there's a lot of research involved. And then we do vetting. We get some experts to vet it. For example, the Sardar Patel story, we sent it to Rajmohan Gandhi and he vetted uh, the book for us. And he said, okay, these all the facts are correct. And he pointed out one or two places where we had erred and then we could correct. And it was also sent to a historian in Gujarat University who specialized on Sardar Patel. So we see to it that, you know, everything is sort of vetted and authenticated and only that out. In mythology, again, we go back to the texts. If I'm doing the Valmiki Ramayana, then I get an expert who has studied the Valmiki Ramayana to do my script for me. And then again, I get it vetted by an expert who teaches the Ramayana. So it's like that. It's multiple layers of vetting and authenticating that go into the books. So as a team, you're like a blend of seasoned artists and editors, along with, again, the current bunch of writers and illustrators. How does the creative synergy work with these two very separate kind of people? I think it's wonderful because, you know, see, I have a very young team who have been brought up on Twinkles and Amar Kathas, And they have actually read and seen the artworks of my older teams earlier when they were children. So there's a lot of respect, there's a lot of love, and there's a lot of looking up to learning from them. There's a wonderful synergy. It's almost like the older ones are uh, actually reaching out and, uh, you know, giving to the younger ones what they feel should carry on with the Amachitrakatha tradition. So it is beautiful, and I have never uh, felt that there is any discord or uh, disconnect between the two generations. The generation gap or the concerns, you'd never feel it with the team. No, because see, um, I as the editor have to be part of the generation that I'm working with. Okay, so even if I am from the older generation, I am concerned uh, with the issues that concern the younger team today. So if my deputy editor tells me that this story portrays women in a negative light, I agree with her completely, you know, because that's how we think and that's how the world is moving on. That's why we have to think today. So there is no disconnect there at all. So the ideas are flowing very smoothly. I have never felt that, uh, that there's any roughness there. I want to take you back to an incident. In 1994, the office was burnt and you all lost your artwork, your scripts, oh, yes. your reference material. Mm-hmm. You still managed to bring out the next Tinkle issue on time. Tell us two things that you learned from this incident to ensure the timely delivery on set deadlines. So I think the first thing I learned was never to lose hope and uh, to always, uh, you know, look around for solutions because there's always a solution somewhere. At that point, we got uh, artworks from our artists who who had some scripts with them. And we managed with the help of children, with the help of artists, with the help of scriptwriters, we managed to get the whole thing together. The whole thing that drove me at that time was that there's a child waiting that month, you know, waiting for his tinkle and he should not be disappointed. Because that's one thing that I would hate to do, disappoint a child. But today I think it's much better because uh, we are digitally, uh, we're working on computers. Everything is backed up uh, on hard disk or on the cloud. So we will never really lose everything the way we did, uh, you know, at that time. At that time, everything was on paper. The art was on paper. The scripts were on paper. The lettering was on paper. Everything just went up in smoke. Our library went up in smoke. But today, I think we are safer and I don't think we will 
face the same predicament again. But even if there's a greater challenge, if there's some greater mess up, I'm sure we will find the solution because that's what I learned. That was the biggest lesson that time. What, what would your advice be to aspiring creators, artists and storytellers? I would say never stop imagining. Imagination is the biggest gift that creative people have. With imagination, you can span the universe. You can go deep into the earth. You can go deep into the oceans. You can go into a person's mind. Never lose that power of imagining things and taking a child or an adult or whoever you're writing or working for into another realm, into another world. That is the biggest gift that we creative people have and we have to use it in the best possible way. So I feel storytellers, creators, artists must work towards making a more beautiful place for young children to grow up in. And that's what I'd like every creative person to do, to give child the hope for a better future, a more fair and just planet. How lovely is that? Uh, okay, I'm going to talk about my favorite character from Tinkle and that's Supandi. Okay, uh, what yeah. is your favorite character from Tinkle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Supandi, of course, is full-time. You know, like when we go for these uh, school sessions or workshops and I ask the children, who's your favorite character? Supandi, of course, comes first. And then it's Shikari Shambhu. Of the current uh, lot of characters, I love a character called Wingstar because we never had many, you know, female uh, heroes in Tinkle. So Wingstar is a character, a girl, and she has lots of adventures. So I love Wingstar. And from my time, I like a character that I had created, uh, two characters called Mopes and Purr. Uh, they were animal uh, protagonists, and they were a detective duo who lived in Crawford Market. And uh, they solved uh, problems for the animals that were caught in cages or kept there or you know brought illegally. Through these stories, I told children about animal rights and how to treat animals and how to look after them. So that was a favorite of mine. And uh, the current art director, Sadio Mascarenas, he's the person who created the characters for me. I had brought my dogs to offices. Uh, both the animals were uh, patterned on my pets. So I, uh, those, those are two of my favorites. Before we let you go, which I really don't want to, what does achievement mean to you? I think it means giving back to people, to society, to children, to the world, what it has given you. So uh, if I feel that I have achieved, it is only if I have been able to give back to children what I have got in the sense that as a child, I had a beautiful childhood full of stories, full of imagination. My parents were wonderful people who used to, you know, tell me stories and encourage me to write. And it was a world which was beautiful. It was a world full of trees and water. And it was a kind world, treated me well. So that's exactly what I want to give back to children today. I want to create a world for them, which is a happy place to be in, a place where you look positively at things. You know, it's how, how much use you are to people around you, how much you can help. That is achievement for me. That means a lot, especially considering the work that you're doing with children. Thank, Thank you, so you so much for giving us such memorable characters that we remember even today and we will probably remember until generations. Thank you very much, Jessica. Lovely talking to you. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to Voice of Achievers and share the link with your friends. Tune in for brand new episodes every Sunday at 11am. Stay updated and stay connected 
by following us on Instagram at Voice of Achievers. You may also send us guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover with our guests by writing to us. Send out an email to editor at voiceofachievers.com with your name followed by your suggestion. Trust me, we are listening and we cannot wait to share more such voices to empower you. Thank you.